Today's passage is Acts chapter 2, uh, and this is a very famous passage, and to some, a very controversial passage. And a lot of the controversy really comes in the first four verses, uh, with the coming of the Spirit and the speaking in other tongues. Um, and I think what's important here, uh, not to dive into too much of that, but is that they're speaking as the Spirit gave them utterance. That one of the things that the Holy Spirit is doing uh, that they are allowing the Holy Spirit to do is to take control over their whole bodies. James talks about how no one can tame the tongue. Um, and so I think this is really an act of surrender to the Holy Spirit, um, whether that be, you know, angelic tongues uh, or whether angelic tongues are included in this. Why? Because we know that earthly tongues are definitely included in this. Um, verses 6 and 7 and 8 to 10 um, these people are walking by the upper room of this house. You know, it's just one floor up. It's probably uh, adjacent to a street. And they're hearing all of these different languages being spoken at once. And all of them, when they hear their own language through that din, uh, they hear them talking about uh, God, about the mighty works of God. But notice that there is perplexion. And I think this is, you know, the thing with the Holy Spirit that um, we want the Holy Spirit to be irrevocably clear. And yet, even the gospel, people will refuse. And the gospel, people will be confused. Uh, and so, if that is true of Jesus, I think that that would be equally true of the Holy Spirit. Now, while those giftings are really important, where the book of Acts, where Luke spends the majority of his time, because if I was Luke, right, I'd spend the majority of time on those tongues, right? Tell me more about that. But that's not really the most miraculous thing. The most miraculous thing is Peter standing up in front of all of these people, presumably some of whom, you know, 40 days prior were part of the mob that wanted to kill Jesus, and he's standing up and telling them, this is about Jesus. Verse 22, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth. And he goes to say the ones that you crucified and you killed. Woo, man, like that is impressive. That is a miracle, you know, to stand up to those people and to tell them, hey, this is not us being drunk. This is the power of the Holy Spirit that has come because Jesus has died. <clears throat> and again, Peter <clears throat> is speaking in the spirit, but he's speaking in the spirit through the scriptures, through the Old Testament. And I think this is also really important that for any of you that want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, uh, Jesus says that he will bring to mind the things that, that I have taught you. He will bring to mind the scriptures. <clears throat> um, and that all of this, Peter is, is leading to uh, verse 31 and then verse 36, that this is about Christ. This is about his death and his resurrection and know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. And all of this is a call to repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins and to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and now we can talk at length about that, but I think, you know, the important thing you know, especially even today, as maybe some of you are on a Thursday, and I know for me, like having so many different things to do. And in the midst of that, do we hear the voice of God coming and saying, you know, have we repented of our sins? Have we been baptized? Uh, and, you know, the physical baptism, yes, but have we also just remembered, you know, that 
today you are in Christ uh, and receive the gift. And I think that's really, you know, powerful uh, to repent, to be forgiven, uh, to be baptized, to be immersed, and then to receive the gifts of God. And that day was added 3,000 souls. You know, that's crazy, right? For most of us that are listening to this, to think that, you know, one message, and we don't know if Peter spoke more than this, you know, we presume that he probably did, uh, that these are the main things that people remembered. But <clears throat> they went from 150 to 3,000 uh, in one day because of not Peter's preaching, because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the result of that, when you look at 42 through 47, because a lot of people will say these are the things that we need to do in order for people to be added to our number. And now, you know, to what order God may do this in the present day, I think is, you know, up can be changed. But it's important to see here in Acts that it is not the fellowship of believers. It is not their sharing and their generosity and all of these things that initially adds to their number. It does, a, it does add to their number, verse 47. But what really adds is people surrendering to the gospel, surrendering their lives to the gospel and receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And so I hope today, you know, if you've got a busy day, that you just take a quick moment um, and repent of anything you got to repent of and receive, uh, receive God's blessings today uh, and know that he's doing that, hopefully to bring somebody to Christ, maybe bring to many people to Christ uh, today through you.